The hand of God seems to touch our lives right when we need it most, doesn't it? That's when we receive a miraculous healing, a rescue from certain disaster, or even a visit from an angel. These divine interventions cause us to pause our busy lives, look up to the sky, and just know, it's a God thing. If you have a story of divine intervention, we want to hear from you. Please give us a call and leave a voicemail recording at 844-504-3473. Or you can visit our website and send us an audio file by visiting www.agodthing.org. And now, here are your stories. Hello, my name is Pete. I am calling from uh, Michigan, and I have a God experience. Um, just wanted, or I just grew up in a uh, Christian home, um, and my experience happened around 2001. Uh, my brother had just um, were was struggling with cancer, and it was uh, one of those times where um, he was in and out of remission, and um, I just spent a lot of those times when he was battling through cancer. He had leukemia. Um, just watching uh, my brother's uh, life just kind of play out. He um, was uh, 11 years old when he was first diagnosed, and he um, just had a great um, relationship with God. He never worried about anything. Um, I don't know how many nights we would just uh, spend the night uh, just sitting up at night, just talking to one another. And um, I could just feel the Holy Spirit working on my, um, working on my heart to get things right with God. But um, I had a lot of stubbornness in me, uh, a lot of pride. Um, I grew up, or the joke in my family was, is uh, every other week it seemed like I was... Um, um, just calling on Jesus just to save me. Um, it just, at the moment, it didn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. It was so, it, or it's so simple, the plan of salvation, but I was just putting more of a works-based thing into it. Um, in 2001, January the 10th, uh, my brother uh, passed away, and he um, um, died with a smile on his face. Um, the the doctors were pulling off the tubes off of his mouth, and I was called into the uh, my brother's room, and my mom had tears in her eyes, and she said, look, there's your brother, and he's got a smile on his face. I know that uh, we all know that he just seen Jesus. Um, and I could feel the Holy Spirit working in my heart, and it was just one of those times where I just, uh, instead of calling on, uh, on Jesus' name, I just got more bitter. Um, I had a couple weeks where I was struggling with um, contemplating suicide. I didn't think that I, um, uh, I in my mind, thought that I deserved to die and um, my brother should still be here. Um, but God was working on my heart and there is a, a night where my experience with the God thing really happened as I was just um, having one of those nights where I had a bunch of pills in my pocket and I was planning on uh, overdosing. 
And I just, um, I, I had been out with some friends. I came in my house. It was way late in the morning. It was a Friday night, uh, two weeks almost to the day from when my brother died. And I thought that everybody was sleeping. And I went downstairs, that's where my bedroom was uh, at the time, at my mom and dad's house. And I just sat there and um, I just felt the Holy Spirit um, speaking to my heart. And I said, I will not, I said it out loud. I said, I will not go up those stairs and wake up my mom. I said, somebody's gonna have to come down here in order uh, for me to make this right. And it wasn't probably 30 seconds later that um, um, I heard a bunch of commotion upstairs, um, heard some pitter patter up there. And then the light turned on to the basement and my mom came downstairs and she said that something just woke her up um, that night and she wanted to make sure that um, if I had eaten anything for the day. And um, I just knew at that time that that was God really speaking to me. Um, as I said, you know, I struggled with uh, suicide and those suicidal thoughts. And at that moment, uh, I knew that uh, God was really trying to make a way for me to um, accept him as Lord and Savior. So. That's my God experience, my God thing moment, and I just wanted to share that with you and uh, encourage those out there as well. Liz. I'm calling from South Carolina. I have a God moment that I would like to share. I was about 17 years old when my God moment happened. Um, I'm 37 now, so it's been about 20 years. I've had lots of God moments in between, but this one was significant. I um, was heading home with my family uh, from vacation. We were in a suburban. We had been camping for a week, and my brother was driving. My mom was in the front seat. They were both seat belted in. And my dad and I were in the back seat, and we did not have seatbelts on. We were asleep, and then we had a, the whole back of the Suburban was full of luggage and camping gear, and we had been gone for a while, so we had a lot of stuff. And we were driving down the expressway when we had two, our rear tires, both tires blew, and um, it, was, it was a really bad accident. So... The both tires blew and the vehicle started to fishtail and my brother did everything he could to gain control of the vehicle but he lost complete control and I awoke when we started to roll and the, the cops estimated that we rolled about six or seven times. Um, I woke up to us rolling and with my dad putting a hand on me and another one on the ceiling to try to brace me for the impact. But we were just thrown and I remember just tumbling and it was, um, it was chaotic. And at some point I blacked out and I, and I was thrown from the vehicle um, because I didn't have my seatbelt on, but I was thrown from the vehicle. Um, and when we, when the vehicle came to a stop, um, when I woke up, uh, it was dark. I, it was like, I remember waking up to my mom screaming as everyone alive. And, um, and then I knew I was alive, but I couldn't see anything or couldn't even really move. So 
so everyone said yes, we were all alive. So that was that was pretty positive. We had been through such a bad accident and we were all still alive. But then um, then they found me and they started pulling the bags off of me. So when I had landed, the luggage landed on top of me. So I um, couldn't see anything because all the I had so many bags on top of me. So they pulled the bags off and then they found that I was actually pinned um, by the vehicle. So from the waist down, the, the Suburban was on me. Um, and so that's why I couldn't move. And the rest of my family had minor injuries, but the, the main uh, goal at that moment was to get the truck off of me. There was a lot of bystanders that came and they stopped and they, um, they helped because, so my dad was still in the vehicle, so he was pushing from inside the vehicle or using his weight to try to roll the vehicle off of me because he could only use one leg and only one arm due to his injuries. And the rest of the bystanders actually lifted the vehicle up enough to where my mom could pull me out. And then as we're laying there in the field, um, waiting for the paramedics to come, you know, I'm being held still and um, because they don't know how severe the damage is. And I was at peace. I was not, and it was probably the, the trauma and the shock, but I wasn't, I wasn't scared at that point. Um, the paramedics got, got there and they, they pinned um, my arms up to the side of my head so that they could put me on the backboard. And the initial, um, the initial outlook of, of my injuries, they thought they were going to be pretty severe. Um, I had a lot of abdominal swelling. Um, and so my belly looked like, like I was pregnant and I was a I was a pretty thin, active teenager, so um, so it was very significant swelling, and so they they thought I had a lot of internal damage, and so they they actually shut the highway down. It was a four-lane highway. They closed it completely, so they could bring the helicopter in. They landed a helicopter, and they were airlifting me to a hospital a few hours away because they thought my my damage was, or they thought my injuries were so bad. The rest of my family were going to be. Um, transported via ambulance to the nearest hospital because their injuries weren't so so bad but they were putting me on the helicopter and um, and I didn't feel alone I um I was at complete peace and I knew that that was the only reason for that was God the only reason that I wasn't freaking out being put on a helicopter after such a horrible accident was because I knew that God was with me. And the, and the helicopter ride, it was horrible. Like the, the thing that, that I remember most vividly, like I was in pain, but the jostling around from the helicopter was, was horrible. And um, th those are just small little memories, tidbits. Um, but so, so my family was okay. They were, they were, their injuries weren't so severe. They were airlifting me to, um, to the nearest large hospital. And I got there and they ran a gamut of tests. They did CAT scans and MRIs and they, um, they poked and they prodded and they figured out what was wrong with me. And I had a, um, I fractured my pelvis, um, but that was the only 
That was the only injury that I had. And the doctors told me that it would take at least six months for me to be able to walk again without assistance. And I went from being able, from not being able to walk, from getting home from the hospital and not being able to walk from the car to the front door to being able to start school four weeks later, my senior year of high school, without any assistance at all, being completely healed. And that's, that's God's healing right there. But my whole purpose for this story, my whole motivation for sharing is that I wanted to share how in this horrible, tragic event, this catastrophe that happened to my family, to me personally, God was with me every step of the way. I felt his presence. He was with me in the helicopter. He was with me in the field. He was with me in the hospital. He was with me when I was learning how to walk. I felt his presence and I felt this peace. I had this peace and I'm normally a very emotional person. I had this, this peace that, that is only from God, that I wasn't scared or anxious about what was happening to me or why this had happened, I knew that God was with me the whole time. And I just wanted to share that, that even in, in, in the hard, in the difficult moments or in the good moments, God, God is always there. He's, he will always be there for you. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of A God Thing. Please be sure to tap the subscribe button, leave us a review, and share this episode with your friends and family. Again, if you have a story of divine intervention, we want to hear from you. Give us a call and leave a voicemail recording at 844-504-3473. Or you can visit our website and send us an audio file by visiting www.agodthing.org. Stay tuned for the next episode coming to you soon. Take care out there, and please know that God is always with you.